What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. life as a gringo where you question where you fit and every time you mingle they say you do this with not enough that my rapping is really bad <laughs> this life as a gringo yes hello and welcome to another episode of life as a gringo i am dramos of course and it is thursday so it means it's time for our thursday trends episode and on the show my guest helping me break it all down man i'm incredibly proud of this human being uh, she is the host of the brand new podcast, When You're Invisible, on our very own My Futura Podcast Network. Maria Diaz, how you feeling? Hey, what's up? I'm so psyched. I'm so happy and honored to be here and feeling so good. 
<laughs> of course. And and uh, for anybody that doesn't know, I was I was uh, Maria's mentor uh, for for a program that she did with iHeart that that actually got her this podcast. So we'll get into all that, but that's why I'm I'm incredibly proud to see how far it's come. This is like a year in the making. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was probably around this time last year that we were first connected. Uh, so it's crazy to fast forward and now who you are it just came out this week, right? The first episode came out. Yeah. This week. Yep. When you're invisible's first episode dropped on Monday. Um, so we're going to be coming out weekly every Monday, a new episode, which is cool. I love it. I love the concept. I want to get into all that. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are going to relate to it. We'll, we'll do all that. But first I, I want to touch on some, some trending topics from this, uh, I guess this last couple weeks, kind of, uh, I was off last week for the Thanksgiving holiday. So we're going to dive into a few things. Um, we're going to first touch on what's going on in Georgia with the Senate runoff. I know you got some family in hey. Georgia, so this is uh, near and dear to, to you and your loved ones. Um, we'll, we'll touch on this crazy dinner that Donald Trump had. Uh, we'll also, sadly, man, talk about another shooting that happened uh, this time in Colorado uh, at an LGBTQ plus club. Um, it's just devastating to hear and then on a positive side of things for me, hint this segment, we're going to celebrate somebody who is, man, uh, breaking all kinds of boundaries and a show on Netflix that is not only breaking records, but also giving some much needed Latin representation, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So we'll do all that. But first, man, let's just get into into this BS, this nonsense from the last couple of weeks in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say a lot for the people in the back. All right. So let, let's start in Georgia. If I'm not mistaken, what your parents are from the Atlanta area? Yeah. So basically, my parents moved to Atlanta about six years ago. Um, mm. The Atlanta area, they're like 45 sure. minutes out in the south, okay. southern part of yeah. Atlanta. But like Atlanta has become like our another home, right? Like I grew right. up actually moving around a lot, but my parents moved here. My dad is the head of a research facility for microbiology and food safety. And then I spent mm. part of the pandemic here. So I spent about like yeah. seven months in Georgia and yeah. it's crazy. My parents voted for the first time as U.S. citizens in wow. Georgia. Yeah. That's amazing. That That's actually the, the worst nightmare of the Republican party mm. is, uh, Immigrants uh, getting their their first taste of voting, especially in a place like Georgia, which is, this is fascinating. Cause I, I do want to get your take. So yeah. let's quickly break it down for anybody that's not familiar. So you have uh, a, a Senate race that's happening that it was too close, essentially, in the mm-hmm. midterm. So they're having a runoff. This is between uh, current Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and then the Trump backed Republican Herschel Walker yep. uh, and all kinds of I mean, Georgians, to their credit, are coming out in voting in record numbers uh, in in. Early uh, voting here, you had 300,000 ballots cast in person in one day, and that topped the state's previous single day early voting record, which was a little over 200,000. Uh, and it, it's just it's I think people are at least are recognizing the importance of what's going on right now. Right. Because you have somebody like Herschel Walker, who's very obviously just a pawn of the Republican Party, who yeah. is just promoting a a black man to sort of create this narrative that they are not a, a racist party. Mm-hmm. But if you have watched anything of Herschel Walker. He can barely string together two coherent sentences. So it's 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 what's scary to me is the fact that the loyalty to this whole MAGA thing is so diehard that they literally do not care that this man uh, is just an imbecile from what we can right. see. 
and they're just blatantly voting for him as a Republican and not giving a shit about, you know, him as a potential senator representing a gigantic state like like Georgia. So, I mean, let's let's hear your take as somebody who has ties to it. I mean, this has a direct implication on on your family, right? The way this goes. So I'd love to hear your take. A thousand percent. It's really interesting because I think like. It's heartbreaking that people are voting for a man who clearly isn't I, I not to use this word, but also like it's accurate. It's like he's an idiot, like in many ways, right. like the yeah. other day at a rally not far from my parents place. He was like mm. talking about like in the middle of the rally, just started being like, yeah, like and then I was watching TV and I was watching <laughs> this vampire show. And then the right. and he's like, now I want to be a werewolf because he killed the vampire. And I'm like, right. How is this? And it's like not even like it wasn't relevant to anything that he was saying, like his platform is very limited as well. Like it's very clear to me, at least. And I think to a lot Mm -hmm. of Georgians, especially like minority working class Georgians and also Mm -hmm. like middle class Georgians who are like, no, I do care in like class in terms of like someone who is respectful, someone who's going to care about what I think like. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people who are starting to realize like, nah, I don't know if this is the way to go. Or they're like, right. oh, holy cow. Like someone can actually come into come into like this spot and be yeah. that level of like incoherent, clearly mm-hmm. upon who's easily manipulated. Right. And uh, and like hasn't really like does not tell the truth either. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all of these elements that I think is causing people who were either disheartened with the fact that like a lot of people feel like Biden hasn't done enough for mm-hmm, the people mm-hmm. who did show up or like right. feeling like there's not enough like being done for black and brown communities. So there were like sure. pieces of that, like pieces of the Georgian community that was like, should I really? And then having someone like Walker, I think like right. has thrown like the whole, like whether or not like there's policies that we would like to see in place or people would like to do see like yeah. happen. Like they're like, you can't, the, nothing good is ever going to happen with Walker. Yeah. I, I, I think, I mean, to your point, I, I think criticism is always fair, right? You know, I mean, I, I voted mm. for Biden, but I'm not shy about criticizing things that I don't agree with or things I think he should be doing. Right. Yeah. And, and I think I, 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 I'm trying to look at all of this now with like a lens of, empathy and and more of being a human rather than just like salaciously you know tearing right. apart anybody who wrote, votes MAGA because I just don't think that that's the answer and I'm trying to be better at, at, yeah. at, at you know trying to be somebody who hopefully pulls people together I, I think for me if I was was speaking to somebody who maybe traditionally votes Republican or is unhappy with the Democratic Party as a whole I personally I would just sort of point out the fact that Republicans care so little that they literally think they can just throw this random person out there and you'll back him just because he's black, regardless of the fact that he obviously is not like mentally coherent in a way that a politician should be and and doesn't actually have any real plans or real policy. Right. Like Mm -hmm. if, if you are, in fact, upset with the policy of the Democratic Party, you feel like they haven't done enough for black and brown. I I completely get that. But also, this is not the way to go. Yes. Agreed. That. Like it's it, obviously it's frustrating. We have a two party system that dominates. Right. And you have to kind of pick one or the other. But again, to me, what Republicans are showing is that they believe their base is 
dumb enough that they will back somebody like Herschel Walker simply because he has the right skin color, you know, as, as many of the people who feel disenfranchised. In yes. This and uh, oh, there's like a couple of things that came up when you said that one, mm. I, I like remember this phrase is like not all skin folk are kin folk. Yeah, and I absolutely. think we know that as people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and to like, I think Republicans are starting to realize that because mm. yeah. Trump and Walker have decided that Trump shouldn't come help with the runoff. <laughs> right. Like, they're like, mm, yeah. we, should, we should step aside from this one. Um, right, right. And like, also the fact that like, I, I think there are some Republicans out there where sometimes like they do have some moral compass, some values. And like, yeah, in terms of like, you know, one out of three are like Republicans do are don't support like make America great again. Like, so it's a smaller minority. Right. Right. But it's still like people who are like, no, I don't fly with that. Like, it's like, I'm going to do the right thing. And I think like, yeah, Republicans through someone who they were like, they're just going to blindly follow. And, mm-hmm. and the people who support or who are Republican already are going to blindly follow. And what we're starting to see is like people are hopefully starting to be like, mm, that's no longer something I want to do because we've gone too far. Right. And, right. and also, I think there's something different about like Warnock actually being part of the community. Like he. Yeah. And a preacher, right? Because yes. he does. That's what I don't understand as well is that he does check that box of, of you know, if you are somebody who is religious, you know, which a lot of Republicans are, a lot of conservatives are, he he is of the church, right? So so why are you ignoring that fact simply because he, you know, is a part of a party that is blue rather than red? And it, when he's actually all that you're hoping he would be where Herschel Walker has, you know, many allegations that seem very credible that show that he is not of moral character of people, you know, who are of faith, right? Yeah. And I, I think... You know, last thing I, I would say on it is I would love to live in a world where I can, you know, where I really have to make a choice of if I'm going to vote Republican or Democrat because I believe that, you know, either candidate is good and I'm genuinely just judging mm-hmm. them on the merits of, of whether or not they're going to do a good job. And I would love to get to a place where we are there, right? You know, that's what I would love to see. That's what, what sort of I would, you know, push to anybody who is uh, a Republican. And, and you know, I, I get plenty of critiques on on social media who, who think I'm like this uh, hardcore uh, Democrat who doesn't see anything else other than that. But I genuinely would love to be in a place where I would have to consider either party because they're both bringing up great points or both great candidates. We're just not there. Mm-hmm. And you as the Republican base have to take a stand and say, we're not just going to take any asshole that you guys throw at us because he's Republican, like give us real candidates and then we'll come back and start voting for you. And I think that that's sort of what needs to happen from that that rational portion of the Republican Party that you're talking about, and which we saw kind of in the midterms. But it needs to come out in in larger numbers where, you know, people are are literally saying, I'm not going to be blind to one party, uh, even though I've maybe in the past favored a particular party. Give me a real candidate before I start supporting you once again. Yeah, totally. And I think like something that's also really interesting as like a Latina here is like one thing mm-hmm. that we overarchingly say sometimes as like, quote unquote, liberals, Democrats and from like sure. the north part of the country. Right, right. Like is yeah. that like the south is generally conservative. But Mm -hmm. like something that's really cool is like, yes, Latinos are only 10 percent of the population here in Georgia. And right. But like they're like, we care about abortion and having Mm -hmm. like a woman have the right, like have the options that she would like to have. Like we care about gun safety 
because we don't want to die. And like, we don't want right, our community right. to be in jeopardy. So it's actually, we're seeing like Latinos in Georgia who are voting based off of like actual principles and also like principles that like aren't traditionally conservative either. So I think like sure. sometimes these overarching ideas of like a conservative state or, right. or like, yeah, or like what's at play is actually more nuanced than than the yeah. mainstream is portraying it sometimes. Right. No, I I think that that is a that, that's a great point. I mean, and and kind of piggybacking off of this, we'll we'll touch on Donald Trump because he is in the in the news once again. And again, this to me, if you are a rational Republican voter, like things like this should really make you take a stance like I'm not going to support this. I'm not going to lend my vote or my time or or money for people who, you know, donate. But you had um, Donald Trump having a dinner with Kanye West, you know, which is already pretty, pretty uh, suspect considering Kanye's recent, you know, rants about uh, the Jewish community. But then on top of that, at the dinner, Kanye brings along a known Holocaust denier in Nick Fuentes, who is, you know, uh, a white nationalist, you know, has plenty of documented things. If you're on the Internet, seeing him uh, talk about white supremacy and, and all types of racist tropes, you know, um, and and and, you know, to be to be fair, you do have some House and Senate Republicans speaking out against uh, Donald Trump and, and this dinner. You had a uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy uh, denouncing Nick Fuentes, um, who's labeled, of course, like I said, as a white supremacist pundit. Uh, and and, he, you know, he, the problem, I think, with a lot of the, these guys that are coming out like Kevin McCarthy, they always sort of stop short of the real critique. Right. They, they denounce this person in Nick Fuentes. That's the easy target. But they don't then go and condemn Donald Trump for having dinner with this person. Right. Because the story is, as Trump says it, he had no idea who Nick Fuentes was. He um, he, he basically was an unannounced guest that Kanye brought along. Right. Mm. And and whether that's that's true or not, there's also plenty of people reporting Kanye himself that Nick Fuentes was like wowing the president, the former president, I should say, thankfully, uh, and Donald Trump wowing him with what he was talking about and and kind of kissing up to Donald Trump and Donald Trump was loving it. And the only time that this whole conversation took a turn as far as uh, the, the dinner they were having was when Kanye asked Donald Trump to be his vice president in this next presidential campaign. And that's when kind of shit hit the fan. Uh, and then Nick Fuentes was critiquing how Donald Trump did not uh, you know, protect the January 6th rioters, all of the above, right? But regardless of if you knew who this person was or not, it just kind of shows you the, the sort of pool that he's swimming in. Right. Mm-hmm. And that to me should be enough for anybody who's, again, one of these rational Republican voters. Why would you be having a dinner with Kanye West? Why would you not be properly vetting the people that are around him, you know, knowing all that you have to lose if, if something like this does happen? Yeah, agreed. It's crazy. I also think I'm like, y'all, we're adults. So if you find yeah. out who's at the table, you can leave the table. Right. And especially as a man of power, like with power. And it's it's crazy yeah. to me. I'm like, I like it's also funny when like they critique the person and I'm like, it's a little too late. You've incited so much of this divide sure. too. It's like you have to do a lot of work. And yeah, the people deserve like these the people they elected to do a lot of work to like yeah. fix the damage that has been done. Like, yeah. like I'm like now mitch mcconnell is you know using right. similar language as right well, that, well that's the thing though their their republican party is now seeing that donald trump is not a sure thing so only now 
are they then deviating and being okay with kind of critiquing him and not necessarily backing everything he does, right? And that that proves the point of, you know, these guys are all full of shit, that they're literally just chasing whoever gives them the best shot of staying in power, right? Mm-hmm. And now that Trump may not be that guy for them, uh, and, and they're seeing, you know, chinks in the armor because of that outlandish behavior he's committed over these last few years, they're now then deviating a little bit, but they're still leaving the door open that if somehow, some way he becomes, you know, as powerful and popular with uh, the base again as he was, that they can then hop back on that train. And and to your point, yes, these are adults that could leave dinner, right? And Donald Trump does have a team. Like, why would, if, if these people are unannounced, sure, but why would they not be researching? Like, okay, let me just look up who this guy is real quick, just in case this yeah. is left. And then like inform him, yeah, we should probably leave this dinner because this guy, like, it wasn't because Trump loved the fact that this guy was kissing up to him. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I think the fact that somebody like this has been such a known hardcore Trump supporter once again shows you that Trump is speaking to the values mm-hmm. of people who are anti-Semites and white nationalists. And that, again, anybody who's a rational voter, like you should be seeing that and saying there's a reason why people like this seem to find themselves in Donald Trump's orbit, right? There's, yes. There has to be a rational reason why people like this keep associating themselves and finding something they relate with in this. Manner. Yeah, you're you are the company you keep. Absolutely. And and I think like whether or not Donald Trump knew, like he has fun with it and he also loves sure. the support. And also, like, as we've seen through everything that we've noted through yeah. like the history of the past, like, you know, since he was elected originally, like right. we're noticing like, Hey, this is the repeated company you keep. Yeah. And I think like, that's also the reality of like the, the pull of QAnon and yeah. all of that that's out there is like how crazy this has gotten. And, and also like how zealous people can be from that branch. And therefore yeah. like, why not stay connected? Because like, that's who's going to get me elected or like as it grows or these conspiracies become more and more accepted. Like maybe this is my way Mm -hmm. in and this is the way I maintain this power and this connection in this. And also I'm like, I have no doubt you, you feel similarly, similar. Sure. Right. You you just are smart enough to like not outwardly say it, but he, he finds ways to sprinkle it in there, you know, and, and, and empower these people. I'm I'm loving the the conversation and, and, and your perspective. I think, Now is a good time to take a a quick little pause, a break, and then we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, we are back. And this also just kind of speaks to the other story that I want to talk about, which was this this horrific shooting that you had at a at a club in, in Colorado, which was a LGBTQ uh, plus club, you know, and this is a man, a shooting that was done by a 22 year old where five people were killed, at least 18 people wounded uh, and, and more would have been murdered for sure if it wasn't for for two customers who actually subdued this man. Uh, while while the police were on their way, um, and those were uh, Richard M. Fierro and Thomas James, both were veterans that just happened to be there that night and and subdued this person. But th this guy just goes and you know they're saying just before midnight on on Sunday, November twentieth, 
He he opened fire uh, in a, in a club, you know, fatally wounding five people. And and law enforcement was there within minutes. But of course, when you have guns like this uh, available, sadly, the cops, you know, they're not going to get there in time to save enough mm-hmm. lives because, you know, these high powered guns, these rifles that people are using in mass shootings can kill a lot of people in a very short period of time. And and I want to I want to get to that in the idea of gun reform as well. But but first and foremost, this kid, you know, is re- allegedly the the grandson of a, a congressman in California who's a known uh, MAGA supporter. Um, and, and even when you see interviews with this kid's uh, father, his, his main concern was that his son wasn't there because he was gay. He, he was unfazed by the fact that his son murdered a bunch of people. He, he was more concerned with the fact that he thought it meant that his son was gay. And and it just you know, when you think about these ideas and why acts of violence are, are happening to communities of color or or now, the, you know, the, the LGBTQ plus community is being attacked and trans rights and all these trans hate that's happening and all these different things. It is started by people like Donald Trump. It is, you know, started by the Republican Party. These right wing, uh, you know, commentators on Fox News like Tucker Carlson are all stirring the pot. And and while they might not be directly telling you to go out and commit these heinous acts of violence, when you have people like this with obvious, you know, mental health issues who can easily access weapons because of the lax laws in this country. And then on top of that, are empowered and emboldened because they believe they are at war against an entire community of people because of the media that they're consuming and the people that they're influenced by. It's a perfect, you know, uh, perfect recipe for what we're seeing right now with these violent acts by these right wing extremists. And it's just it, it's horrific. And, and you know, somebody has to be held accountable uh, up to the media and, and, and Donald Trump because you're seeing these things of all, you know, created an uptick in hate crimes because mm-hmm. of somebody like Donald Trump and when he became, you know, the president of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine what it's like to like go out for a night yeah. and turn it into like one of the worst nights of your life in yeah. a way where your life is completely threatened in a country that is still first worlds or like yeah. developed in, in the world yeah. and considered like, still right america still holds on to like being the greatest nation on earth yeah. and like to Absolutely. like that would happen is insane and yeah. and that it's like so triggered by fear and fear based right. off of things that like are completely unfounded like yeah irrational so irrational that i'm like has anyone who is queer has anyone right. who is latino black actually ever made your life worse or endangered and like right to feel so scared that you need to literally inhabit a space you've never been in and cause danger and and then yeah a father like i can't imagine a human being who raises a child to be like doesn't matter how many like it's not about killing someone it's about whether or not you're you're gay like right how disconnected from the world and self and life like human life to be yeah. like that matters more than someone's actual life on this planet, um, right? Is really heartbreaking and dark in many ways. Like yeah. how my question always is like, how do we get out of this? And I think like that for me has been a huge influence in my work as well. Is like, sure, how do we bridge this gap? How does this not? Be, how do we stop this fear? And yes, I agree. Like someone needs to be held accountable. I think many people need to be held accountable, right? All the time. Um, and I think it's a, it's an interesting balance of like, how do we do that as community members as well? Um, 
like if you are someone who doesn't feel that way but knows people who do like what does that look like but i'm also like so many so many things about that story and like about that event is so heartbreaking and like so much mm-hmm. to unpack and layered and the fact that like yeah about gun violence and what yeah. regulations we have and the fact that yeah the types of guns that are often used in these situations mm-hmm. aren't like aren't capable of being stopped quickly right yeah i i think if if you have police fearful of engaging with somebody uh, a civilian because of the weaponry that they have that that gun probably shouldn't be on the street right like yeah. that I, I feel like that that should be common common sense you know and i and i think there, there's a couple different things you know where you have now like so you have people in like texas this bill of like oh we're not gonna allow kids at drag shows as if that's some sort of like at, you know a, a real problem that's happening across the country where like kids are being dragged to to right. uh drag shows not to sound redundant right but <laughs> like that that just that that's the ridiculous of the ridiculousness of this but then you have people who are watching this and they're saying well these are the most powerful people in our country if they're taking the time to introduce a bill like this it must mean that there's a problem right, right? or or somehow that you know uh transgender people are are somehow like pedophiles as well right that trans being transgender is like a gateway to pedophilia right like and which again no correlation whatsoever mm-hmm. but you know for anybody who's like a bible thumper the catholic church has been you know uh, a prominent yes. place for pedophilia in this world you know historically right but where's your issue with the church so it's a lot of hypocrisy but i i, I believe the 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 biggest blame and and everybody you know obviously should should own up to their own actions this kid uh you know should should serve this man i should say should serve his his day in court and never be allowed to to see daylight again mm-hmm. but you know when you are looking at the people in power, they are preying upon disenfranchised yes. people, right? And it's it's no different than than like what a cult leader does, right? Cult leaders specifically look for certain people who are lacking something in their life, right? And are unfulfilled or have some sort of anger that they can't seem to point in a, in a direction, right? They're unclear. And uh, it, it's the same thing that Hitler did, you know, with the Jews where he, he gave people uh, a, a target. This is why your problems are the way that they are, right? It's because of this group of people. So now we need to take care of them. And that's essentially what's happening now with the, the Republican Party, you know, where it's, oh, it's the crazy socialist liberals that are destroying this country. They're communists. You know, they want to turn this country into, you know, uh, communist China. And, and and they're targeting people who are probably disenfranchised in some way. You yeah. know, many blue collar workers who maybe their career is beginning to dwindle because of technology advances and they no longer have a job. So they have to blame somebody. Right. Uh, or, or in general, you have like this fight against cancel culture. Right. Because mm-hmm. now the person who, uh, you know, maybe grew up being the dickhead jock in high school uh, feels that the world is shunning them. But, you know, now if we fight against cancel culture, they can go back to the bullying mentality that got them feeling powerful. Right. And again, it's just hurt people hurting people at the end of the day. And it is these politicians, these newscasters preying upon people who are susceptible to their message in order to gain ratings, money, and power at the end of the day. Jonas, you just kind of blew my mind in terms of (laughs) putting them as cult leaders because I think about it too. I'm like, that's also why we they focus on these kinds of things rather than actual policy. Because if you're making someone's life actually better by improving their working conditions, giving them Mm -hmm. better pay, giving them health care, then the only people they can blame are the people not actually working in their favor. Yeah. Like 
But if they keep it focused on like, these are the people who are making, who's making life scary and we're not going to change anything that would actually make your life better so that you feel supported, so that you feel taken care of, so that you feel seen. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, you're going to get angry and not know what to do with it. Also, because hmm, let alone you have access to like support groups and therapy, let alone that, like, right? right? Like you're completely alone. So like you, you turn that anger the only way, like they are pointing that quote unquote gun towards. Right. For you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and and, and it's scary because it's not rooted in logic. I mean, to think that somebody like Donald Trump, who was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, has, had, you know, uh, born, you know, into a, a real estate family and, and really never had to work a real day in his life to think that he genuinely understands the plight of the, you know, uh, blue collar worker is just ridiculous in itself. Mm-hmm. Yet he somehow was able to, to fool them and give them you know, a, a, a target for their animosity and, and why they should be angry at the way the world is. Meanwhile, you know, he's somebody who has enjoyed, uh, you know, paying less taxes than the middle class person. And essentially when doing that is pushing all of that, you know, uh, all of that, that uh, pressure as far as taxes being paid onto us, the middle class. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, he is obviously doesn't give a shit about the the everyday person and how many taxes that they're paying. No, he cares about his golf buddies and he himself enjoying tax breaks while the rest of us are are paying more in taxes than these millionaires and billionaires right and he has these these people fooled you know that that you know he is somehow the, the savior meanwhile he's picking their pocket when they're not looking yeah yeah that just reminds me like even like the craziness that like donald trump raises so much money via grassroots but like for right. example with herschel walker he was like supposedly yeah. raised a lot of money for herschel walker and only sure Walker's campaign has only seen 10% of that. The rest has gone directly to Donald Trump and his friends. Mm-hmm. Or you look at the the wall. I mean, Steve Bannon, who was a part of, you know, Donald Trump's team, they had this whole, you know, camp, this whole donation thing to build a wall in, in Mexico. And Steve Bannon was pocketing that money, right? So, and you're taking it from people who I'm sure could be using that in other places, right? People who are are struggling. I mean, yeah. it's the same thing with like, you know, uh, Joe Biden's infrastructure bill. And you have Republicans voting against something that would genuinely help the everyday person in their communities, many of which are impoverished. Right. And yeah. even guns. Right. Getting back to like this story of, of gun control, like I think we we all probably could get behind the idea that maybe it should be harder to get a gun in this country. Right. Like that. You shouldn't be able to just show up that there, there should be simple things like universal background checks so that every state has the same system to check, uh, you know, somebody's status as far as, you know, them being eligible for for buying a gun. And on top of that, like I said, I think we should all agree that the everyday person person shouldn't be able to outshoot the police who are literally there to protect and serve. Yet, where most of us can probably agree to that logic, they allow the Republican Party to vote against any sort of reform or change and, and make them believe that the answer to this is actually putting armed security in schools or at grocery stores or having metal detectors or having locked doors when once again time and time again we're we're seeing that that doesn't work that's not the actual answer and if you look at the numbers when bill clayton had the uh you know the the gun reform where it became stricter shootings went down and then as soon as it it was allowed to expire under george bush they went back up Right. right so like the numbers don't lie. And we see this around the world. You can compare, you know, com- uh, countries who have gone and made stricter gun laws like the shootings have gone down dramatically. Yet, once again, people are being fooled 
by by these these people in power that they're entrusting their livelihood into. And these people are literally getting kickbacks from the NRA and they're, right. they're contributing to their campaigns and the corporations and all of the above. And it, it's just scary to me to think that, you know, people are being uh, fooled so easily and are unable to kind of see the truth of what's happening right now in, in our country. Yeah, I I agree. Like, oof, it's scary. It's heartbreaking. And it's like worth still fighting for personally i'm like yeah, always thinking yeah. about that um you have to yeah and like like thinking about all of the like thinking about even just like how we modify schools like i also am a tutor and educator um mm-hmm. and so i work a lot in schools and there's like times where i just think about like also i'm like yo these are kids there's a reason yeah. there's a classification of a child and an adult right. And right. like, and we're putting all the onus on changing the world that these kids live in versus being like an adult who is a fully formed yeah. human. Like that's the person who should actually be facing the consequences as in like, right. just like be like, yo, yeah. Just like, a, you know, when I learned how to drive, I actually had to learn how to drive. Or right. if I have a pilot flying a plane, they have to go through training hours. Right, like, sure. why can't we just be like, yeah, if I'm going to use something that could kill someone. Mm-hmm. And much less like even thinking about children who have to go through that. Yeah. Like I, I should have to learn how to use this properly, get my brain checked and like have right. to go through these measures. But it, but instead yeah. what they're doing is they're telling kids learn how to evade a yes. active shooter. And you as a teacher who, uh, you know, is grossly underpaid as is, yep. you also need to teach children how to evade uh, an active shooter and you yourself need to be the leader and we're going to throw, how about we just give a teacher a gun as well, right? Let's let's make the teacher be the, the cops somehow, somewhere. Right, exactly. And then let alone that like the second amendment should uh, supposedly protect people from like being able to use or not use a gun. Like not everybody should right. be, like second amendment doesn't exist that everybody should have a gun. Like, right. so like if your teacher's like, I can't do it. Like what? Like they didn't sign up right, for well, that why, job. <laughs> Well, it, it just it's like in the idiocracy of the world that we live in or the country specifically that we live in, that that's the answer. Yes. Like the answer is <laughs> is giving people guns, is teaching little kids how to hide from a, somebody who potentially is going to come and kill them rather than like being far stricter on the gun laws that potentially, you know, could stop these shootings from happening. Yeah. Like it just doesn't. It, it it doesn't make any sense. And it, again, it just speaks to the current world that we're living in. And and you know, that the Republican Party is just really great at, at serving up lies, you know, to their their base and they're just eating it up. Yeah, a thousand percent. And I think like it's it's really sad to see that people believe that over just thinking about like, hey, I have a kid. I have a niece or yeah. nephew. Yep. Like. And sometimes even like I'm like shocked that we need to get that far. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think I don't understand where logic has sort of gone out the window right and it and it's it's sort of all become so divisive and i think both sides uh you know have some sort of ownership in that but Mm -hmm. it's gotten so divisive that rather than thinking for yourself and thinking with some sort of logic you're just finding everybody's just trying to find ways to rationalize the political party that they they support right? right so nobody's is you know for the most part uh and obviously i think it is worse on the right but for the most part, people are just finding ways to co-sign the things that, you know, is being told to them, the talking points that are being 
told to them, you know, and, and oftentimes with these people who commit acts of violence or, you know, the Capitol rioters or these Trumpers or whatever it is, they're literally just spewing back verbatim the same talking points that were said on Fox News, right? They're not even uh, creating their own original ideas to support why they believe what they do. Uh, they're, they're literally just like regurgitating what mm-hmm. is told to them, you know, rather than actually thinking for themselves. And that is something I hope, you know, we, we begin to wake up to uh, a, as a country, because that's why you're seeing so much of it. Nobody's actually freely thinking for themselves uh, and, and, and asking questions or, uh, you know, saying, yeah, maybe I support this person, but why are they allowing this to happen? Maybe I should rethink what I'm doing. You know, yeah. it, it, it's just a really, really scary time. Right. Me. And I think like, I think this is where uh, like liberals and leftists can like model yeah. this behavior. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think, I think about my friend, my friend was such a badass when her dad is a Trump supporter or was a Trump yeah. supporter. And she was like, I don't know how this person can support them, especially having raised mm. like me, like right, with a right. very particular set of values. So she literally, like she she's a brilliant mind. So like not everyone can do this, of course, but like yeah. she like took his arguments, like to, she was like, send me, send me your proof, like send me your evidence, send me what you're right. talking about so I can take a look at it. If you're going to claim this point, you have to back it up. So he sends sure. her a bunch of stuff. And then she literally researches like point for for point and then wrote him back and was like, dad, this is what I found. Let me know what you think. But this is what I found. Like she was not afraid to like go into the nitty gritty of like, okay, if I'm asking him to challenge his views, I might need to do that work as well. Mm. Um, And also and then also back up my own point. Like, why am I saying this? Like. I think right. it's a scary time. So everyone is kind of grasping onto what they want or what they right. they have heard. And like the importance of just like, yeah, let me, if I have the time, if I believe this, it's important. Like, especially if I'm asking this of others, how am I doing this for myself? If you have the privilege to like, and I think right. a lot of incredible minds and people who are middle-class and higher do have the time or the space or the resources mm-hmm to do some of that, that I think it's also important to model. Like, cause it's like, if right. not, it's like, it's the like, fine. Like, well, if you're not doing it, then why the fuck do I have to do it? And it's like, sure. Oh, so sometimes like we, we do have to model that behavior. And if we're, and we have to be honest with ourselves sometimes when we're like, I'm not modeling it. Like, right. Let me go do that research. And then we'll have this yeah. conversation. Right. But I think to, like to, to your, your friend's father's credit, being open enough, just like being open enough to uh, hear the other side and and see the points that they're making and the facts of why they believe that they do. Uh, and, and, you know, to her credit as well, that openness, I think, is, is is the start of repairing all of this. Right. And I think that that's what more people, um, you know, need to to have an openness to and to understanding that just because they believe something doesn't mean that they're necessarily right. Or everything isn't necessarily the truth, and a lot of things are half truths, right? I, like I think you know, you you see videos pop up all the time where like uh, these political you know kind of comedians go to like Trump rallies and interview people oh, to yeah. get like stupid content, right? And but like the scary thing a lot of times is they'll say, okay, if you think you know Hillary Clinton committed uh, some sort of like fraud, should she go to jail? Yes. If Donald Trump committed the same fraud, do you think he w- should go to jail? No. So that just shows you right there, like. You're the hip hop. You're you're making this person like a messiah. You're making them, you know, again, that's why the cult leader thing happens where 
you can rationalize their wrongdoing, even if if somebody else did it, you know that it would be wrong. Yeah. Right? So that's I think again what when I try to put my like you know empathy cap on and, and as a human being, all I would ask is have the openness to understand that maybe what you uh, view as as right or or as factual there could be something that proves that wrong and be open to hearing the other side and then making, you know, your own yeah. opinion uh, based upon that information. Mm -hmm. And 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 also, I think like, but to your point too, of like mentioning that, like I'm like, yeah. and then also acknowledging when someone really is not exhibiting that behavior of like, right, right. Oh, well, some people I think are lost causes, unfortunately, like there just are who, who want to live in their own world and will never want to come around and you know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to try and waste time, you know, explaining to these people why they're they're wrong because they're never going to want to believe it. Right. right. Um, you know, and and at the end of the day, I don't think you should ever go into anything with trying to prove somebody wrong because then that's kind of the, the wrong start from the beginning. But there are some people who you're just wasting your breath and wasting your time because they are always going to psychotically find a way to rationalize, you know, what what this person is doing and, and what the party they support are, are doing, you know, but, yeah. but those I think who uh, you know, are a little bit more rational. I would love to see just a bit more openness to, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of these these conversations. But all right, we gotten uh we gotten a lot off our chest <laughs> yeah. when it comes to the uh the politics of of this world okay. and all that's going on right now. We're gonna lighten things up a little bit in our Mi Gente segment and uh and celebrate somebody who's doing some incredible things in a TV show in general who I think is making great strides for uh for the Latin community as a whole. So we'll do that. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu Alright, so I, I want to talk about something that's been incredible to see. You have uh, the new Netflix show Wednesday, which is obviously based off the Adams Family. You have Jenna Ortega, a Latina who is playing Wednesday. Um, and, and obviously it's gotten crazy reviews. Everybody's talking about it. It, uh, it actually set the, the record in, for Netflix's, uh, most viewed English language show in a week with 341.23 million hours viewed, which actually was even more than Stranger Things season four, which, you know, uh, obviously is one of Netflix's most popular shows and already has a built-in base Wednesday with its first season already topped that. But beyond that, beyond Jenna Ortega being a, La- a Latina, it also is said in the show that she is Latin, right? She has a, a Latin family. Um, they, they even dive into like the, the you know, colonialism, right? And, and uh, you know, uh, native ancestry and like the, her culture is not hidden, right? It's not just a, a Latin actress uh, getting a big role. It's a Latin actress also representing her culture uh, to a degree and representing Latinos as a whole and to see the gigantic response that it's gotten. And, and obviously it's not just Latinos watching the show with those numbers. I think it also proves a, a kind of Hollywood faux pas that always happens that like, if you have, uh, Latin leads that are actually perceived to be Latin and are telling a story from a Latin perspective, that it's not going to be universal enough to be successful. And I think uh, a show like Wednesday kind of begins to break a lot of those barriers. Yeah, represent. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. I actually haven't seen it yet, but <laughs> okay, I'm so psyched. I've watched clips. 
And I like one, I always love that when we can be like characters in a world that's so out there too. Like that I'm like, isn't this awesome to see also it's the Adams family? Like and she gets to be a weirdo. Yeah. And who also is still connected to her culture. Like all of this yeah. can exist in one thing, which yep. is awesome. And the fact that the Adams family is like uber wealthy too. Like it's like right. a, breaking a lot of cool different perspectives or, or conceptions sure. of us. And like, yeah, that just makes me happy. Like that, like the more specific we can be in ourselves, in our culture and our storytelling, right the freaking universal it is and that we can't yeah. do that in so many different avenues like not just like real stories about like real right. lives but also fiction and fantasy right well and i think to your point yeah she's not playing a stereotypical latina role right it's like she's a goth girl which um you know i think for for many people would have been like oh you're trying to be white essentially right like the when you right. go with the stereotypes of of what it means to be Latin, you know, and obviously this show is all about breaking a lot of those barriers. But to me, that that is something that I think was was beautiful to see that I picked up on. And I think I resonated with a bit as well, because she's not playing some sort of stereotypical role. Right. She she isn't, uh, you know, acting in some sort of, you know, trope that, that people think of, of Latina. She's doing it in a way that is probably a lot of girls who grew up like emo or goth mm-hmm. or, or liked punk music, whatever it was can relate to to that because they're finally seeing themselves in a, a character in a world that told them they're trying to be white, essentially. Yes. And that's like so huge. I think like that was something I think like Lizzo talks about this at one point where it's like, mm. but it's like what we're expected to enjoy as people, right. as like Latinos or black folk, like, yeah. like there's some sort of expectation. Like I remember, like I grew up listening to everything. So I definitely yeah, went to same. Warped Tour. I definitely was yeah. like at punk rock and emo concerts along yeah. with like Latin and along with like hip hop, like all of these things right. where it's just like to be able to be out loud and like very out there. Like you can like all of these things are one thing is amazing. And yeah. like, Absolutely. So fulfilling to see. And I remember also too the original where like Gomez yeah. and Morticia were so in love with each other. And to like right. s- I think like the Adams family has that magical power almost to be like right. Latinos can be seen in a different stick like than the stereotypical light where it's like Morticia yep. and Gomez are so in love and right. adore each right. other in their very particular way. And so I'm like, yes, yeah. that Wednesday is carrying on that tradition. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's a beautiful thing to see, especially the topic of conversation where Hollywood lacks a lot of diversity. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful to see something like this. And then, you know, you obviously attach Netflix to it and Tim Burton. And I think that that even knocks the door down in, a, in such a bigger way. Um, but let, let's let's not talk about your your podcast, right? Because I think you're you're breaking a lot of doors down with this with this show, uh, which I, I love the concept. I loved it since the first time. You you were telling me about it, uh, like I, we kind of alluded to at the, the beginning of the show. Um, you were part of this program called the Next Up program, right? For for iHeart, yeah. where they were giving people an opportunity to bring their podcast idea to to life, right? Yep. And uh, myself and a bunch of other people from from iHeart, like we all kind of gave different talks, and then eventually we were paired up with um, different podcast creators, and and uh, I was your mentor, quote unquote. Uh, so it, it's beautiful because I remember you pitching me the original idea, sending me some of the original cuts that you had, me giving you feedback, and then now to see full circle 
we're on the same podcast network and your first episode just dropped this week. I think it's such a a beautiful, beautiful thing. So first and foremost, congratulations to you and the the hard work that you put into this. It's incredible to to see. Um, when you are invisible, anybody who obviously is a new podcast. So what tell people about it. Yeah. A lot of people probably aren't familiar with it yet. Yeah. So it's what I call my love letter to the working class and people who have been mm. othered in like Western American society. And it like yeah. really stemmed from like my family and my journey of like what it's like to be first gen Latina. And we moved yeah. around a lot. We were on the East Coast. We were in the Midwest. And as like we've talked about, like my parents are now in the yeah. South. Uh, yeah. so I got to see how perception of me shifted based mm. off of where I was and how different right. communities treated me and how communities were treated. And like, we're now middle-class, like my parents are definitely middle-class, but sure. we started off on food stamps and we started off in an immigrant community and like, then went to a, like a white community and a black community. So like I hopped around so much and saw so many people who were working their asses off or like working crazy hours just to make it work or to take care of a family and who lived with such like generosity in many ways. Mm. Um, yeah. And like my first episode, I talked to one of the guys who was one of my mentors while I was at Columbia, who was a mailroom worker. Like he was the one who was like, you made it to an Ivy league on a scholarship. Like yeah. one, you represent Latinos and two, mm. you represent us like you represent the people who wouldn't have had this opportunity and like what are you doing with your time and how can we help you feel connected feel grounded feel yourself and then like let things go so to me it's really honest and open conversations with people from different walks of life so i've talked to a lot of latinos i talked to a lot of first gen people but i also have an episode with a woman from white working class rural us mm. like pennsylvania yeah. and being like yeah. hey you're not a trump supporter what is it like to be in this right. layer and what have you gone through in your life um and so there's like a lot of variety and it's really about like kind of getting to the heart of trying to connect with one another um and all the different like walks of life we have in this country sure. and also just being like yeah how do we become generous and how do we become willing to have conversations that are hard and putting my own bias and perspectives and perceptions out there of like, oh, yeah. I might have been wrong. I may have walked in with an assumption about you that is wrong. Sure. And how do I own up with, to that so that we can have a, a stronger connection or like decide it doesn't work? So to me, yeah, it's an incredible opportunity to get to know people, to get to know the US and also mm. just like give a lot of love and thanks and appreciation to the people who aren't seen most of our time, like who aren't with clout, wealth or power. Right, right. Well, I, I, that's what I kind of found really interesting, especially when we're talking about the podcast world, because it's particularly become very much like every celebrity now has a podcast, right? Yeah. And that, you know, while it's great because it brings attention to the world of podcasting and makes it, you know, more of a sustainable business and, yep. and a real, you know, part of media. At the same time, it also, I think, takes away from, uh, you know, the everyday person, which I think is what podcasting was so great about. It took away that barrier to entry of like radio right. or television had, right? Anybody could do it and, and put it up there and, and hopefully gain a following doing so. And particularly like the name of the game for a lot of podcasts to grow is like, let me go 
run and get somebody famous on here and hopefully they shout it out and now I get their followers, right? But I thought it was really beautiful and earnest to actually highlight like the everyday person who is their own superhero, is their own like celebrity in their world, is doing something amazing. And maybe it's not going to uh, initially be the thing that draws people in yeah. as far as like having a big name, but you're telling a very important story that is is far bigger than just the numbers, right? Is far bigger than just the the fame that might come along from uh, having a particular person on your show. And I just thought that was really beautiful uh, to kind of see some of that, I guess, selflessness to a degree from you. Thank you. Um, I am not where I am without the people who helped me get here, like including mm-hmm. you. Like you're, you're, I remember like your note was always like, find the heart. You're getting closer to the heart. Like where's the heart? Um, and then, and just being like, yeah, we are, we are where we are often because of the, the interactions we have with others, whether mm-hmm. it's on a systemic level and like what the country or your state provides, or whether it's on right. a day-to-day, your neighbors, your family. Um, and to me, that's, that's something that I never, I think that's the magic of every day. And that's the mo- magic of most lives. Like most of us don't get to be celebrities, even though that's incredible. And I love hearing about that. And I love hearing about process and, and different worlds that get access to through that way. But like, for me, that was, that was really valuable and important. Um, and yeah, and I think like it it is going to be very much thanks to the audience and the listeners and people who want to hear each other that this right. podcast is going to potentially succeed. Um, not because there's a name attached. Um, cause like right now I'm pretty much a nobody in many ways, <laughs> you know? And, and that to me is really beautiful. Like it's a quiet, it's a quiet wave. I think that's gonna, yeah. has the, the potential to rise and like, and to help many ships float. Um, yeah. I think that it it also brings a bit of presence, right? Because I think we're all moving so fast. Uh, We're all, you know, have a bird's eye view to the lives of the wealthy or the famous and whatever, you know, via social media and things like that, that it's easy for us to kind of take for granted the everyday people that we interact with and the fact that everybody has a story to tell, right? Yeah. And and everybody deserves to be heard and celebrated in some way, shape or form, right? Anybody who's doing anything good um, is, 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 you know, deserving of, of, mm-hmm. of their story to be told. Right. I mean, the, the one episode you were talking about with, uh, the, the guy who worked in the mailroom at your, your college, you know, the, the reality is, you know, he's like, uh, an unsung hero in the world, but he had a profound effect on you. Right. And, yeah. and that's like a domino effect, you know, it, whether you have an effect on one person or a million people, like he's a part of that story. He's weaved into, that beautiful kind of uh, narrative that you are now passing along, you know, to, to somebody else. Right. Yeah. And for me, that was like the beauty of, of mentorship and, and why I try to, to be that way for, for anybody who reaches out, you know, as much as I can with my, my time. But I always see it in that way, you know, that if you're connected to these people's stories who you're, uh, you know, influencing or you're inspiring or you're giving a note to, right? And like, you don't know where that's going to go on to. And the beauty is like, we're all kind of weaved together in in that fabric. So mm. something so special about that. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's incredibly special. And I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm excited to have people listen to these 
stories. I also just love hearing things that I don't know about, like sure. completely different perspectives or like life experiences I have no clue about. Like I'm like, that is so yeah. valuable uh, and right. what it can teach us uh, or just enjoy. Um, right. And yeah, I'm like really excited to see where it goes. I also love like the potential of getting to do more episodes as yeah. like, what I want to do and how I want to continue growing is like also be like, Hey audience, Hey listener, yo, do you have a story you want to share? Right. You know, right. someone in your community who's an unsung hero, like mm-hmm. share them with us so that we can like actively grow together and be like, right. let's celebrate these people as, as a team. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited and I'm, I'm so grateful to have had you, you like be a part of this journey and like, and then being on here, like, yeah, again, like we don't have a celebrity. <laughs> we don't have celebrities attached. <laughs> so like you are right. my celebrity attached <laughs> just by like giving well, I, me this opportunity, you know, to, to uh, chat and share with, with the people you've connected with and, and all the work you have done. Like hmm. you're an incredibly hard worker and it's, I appreciate like, that. Yeah. It, it's beautiful. It really is. It's. I think it's. It's. It's a special thing, and I. Uh. I appreciate your. Uh. You know your your pat on the back there. Uh, I don't. I'm, I don't do well with compliments, but I do. I do appreciate it. But I. I just think it's. It's amazing. I. I encourage anybody to go and and check this out. I think that there. Uh. There was something really beautiful to just like, learn about somebody that was the everyday person, but learning that there was something incredibly fascinating about each and every one of us and i i remember that was like my my takeaway from you know when you were sending me early cuts and things like that where i was like wow i'm like really invested in this and there's no attachment to it as far as like you know uh some like celebrity lifestyle or whatever it is or or you know grandiose like world thing like politics or something like that it's just genuinely an everyday person that i might pass on the street every day mm-hmm. and to it, it's amazing to me and inspiring to me to hear that they have a a story that is so interesting to tell uh if they were just given the opportunity right and i think that it humanizes all of us and yeah. you know it really just connects us all in such a beautiful way so uh when you're invisible the first episode is out right now it drops what every monday yep, you said? every monday beautiful and what's your uh what's your socials and all that so people yeah can follow you. totally so uh when you're invisible podcast is mm-hmm. the social on ig um, uh-huh. for the podcast. And then my personal social is also where I promote. It's a little crazy because yeah. I made this before <laughs> I had the forethought of like right. being accessible. So it's actually yeah. very, very Latin. It's Marifer. So M-A-R-I-F-E-R. So it's a mm. truncation of my two names. And then yeah. underscore B-S, my last name, which is D-I-E-Z underscore B because it's like the <laughs> initial for my second yeah. last name. Sure. That like, you know, teenage Marifer was like, I must be taken seriously. So I have to have my name and not a handle. Right, and also right. must pay homage to all my Latinidad. Like, it right. was like very <laughs> dramatic. Um, yeah. But yeah, but when you're, when you're invisible podcast is the easiest way to find us. Love it. I'll put all the links to that in the show notes to make it easy for everybody. Yes. Uh, Maria, it's been amazing getting to catch up with you. I'm so excited for you to go out on this journey. And uh, man, just congratulations again. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. I want you to 
to be present to the moment, you know, I have trouble doing that. So I, I always try to encourage people when you have a, a big accomplishment like this, you work so hard for a year, like I said, for, for this first episode to even come out in this way. Uh, give yourself the ability to just bask in the moment and, and appreciate how far you've come and, and be proud of yourself. Thank you. Man, big shout to my guest this week, Maria Diaz, host of the new podcast, When You're Invisible. Man, I'm just so happy to see people out there living their dreams and I couldn't be prouder of the fact that I got to be a part of that story even if it was just in the smallest bit. Now with that said, we normally would be doing our Ask a Gringo segment here, but I'm going to be honest y'all, you know when you when you make a post and then you put it up but you forget to send it and then like you you realize half the day is gone by the time you posted it. That's kind of what happened to me yesterday. I made the post, then it got posted way later than I expected. And unfortunately, a lot of people didn't see it. So we're going to have to skip the Ask a Gringo segment uh, this this week. Maybe I'll, I'll do like a little bonus one. I'll leave it up. And if we get some good answers, I'll, I'll try to put it up on on the next episode as a little bonus. Uh, but uh, but man, yeah, I, I messed up a little bit on that one this week. Y'all on Instagram was uh, not pushing it right away. So uh, a little bit of a little bit of Instagram's fault, a little bit of my fault. I just, you know, I do this all the time, sadly, with my stories. But uh, so we'll have to skip ask a gringo this week so without further ado let's tie everything we talked about today in a neat little boat in a segment we call conclusion stew but first let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back i love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens baby but you got this hi there i'm honey german and i know we can all use some positive energy these days that's why i make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, so we'll we'll kind of go through everything quickly. I know this was a, a longer episode. Uh, we really dove into stuff. I really enjoyed the conversation with Maria and her perspective. But, you know, we started in Georgia where the Senate runoff is happening between uh, current Senator Raphael Warnock and uh, the Trump-backed challenger in Herschel Walker. I think for me, the, the way that I would sum this up and, and again, uh, you know, trying to appeal to the rational Republicans out there because they do exist. Herschel Walker is an example of how little the Republican Party thinks of its voters, right? The fact that they think they can send this person out there who can barely string two coherent sentences together, but they know that blindly the Republican supporters will just go out there and vote for him, right? So they don't actually even have to try when it comes to, you know, uh, helping bring up a candidate who would actually do something for the people of Georgia, right? And that's what I want, you know, Republicans who are, are voting, anybody in Georgia, and, and as a whole, look at what your party is doing. They are taking you for granted. They are, are putting people out there who are not qualified uh, to to lead in any capacity, let alone be the, the senator for a large state like Georgia. Again, they are... Are, are calling you fools by putting candidates like this out there. They are placating um, to people of color and, and just throwing, you know, a, a, a black man up there and, and thinking you're going to blindly vote for him just because of the fact that he is black, you know, regardless of the fact that he has zero policies to actually help out the people of Georgia. And again, I understand maybe you don't like everything that the Democrats are doing, but by voting for someone like Herschel Walker, you are just co-signing the Republicans half-assing, you know, bringing actual real candidates that would change something in your life, right? By by voting for for the Republican Party, you are just supporting them, uh, not really giving a shit about you or or what happens to you know the the places that you call home. Again, they threw a candidate like Herschel Walker out there because they knew their their following. They were hoping at least that they're they're following the MAGA 
supporters, the Republicans uh, as a whole. They they just figured all they have to do is throw a body out there who claims to be a Republican and we can win this thing. And that's a terrible, terrible way to to man appoint someone who has the power to really have a positive or negative impact on a lot of people. So I, I really, again, appeal to those rational Republicans out there and think about what you're co-signing with a vote for somebody like Herschel Walker. Now, quickly touching on Donald Trump, because I think everything that uh, needs to be said has been said. I think you are the product of the people that you find yourself around, right? And somehow, some way, Donald Trump keeps finding people like Nick Fuentes, you know, Holocaust deniers and white nationalists, people like that, like Nick Fuentes, they somehow end up consistently in the orbit of Donald Trump, right? So regardless of the fact that Donald Trump knew who Nick Fuentes was, if he was blindsided by Kanye bringing random guests, either way, I think it just speaks to the fact that Donald Trump continues to find people like this in his orbit. And I think it says a lot about his character. Why? terrible, disgusting people like Nick Fuentes are so attracted to people like Donald Trump. I've heard many people throughout the course of, of these last few years, you know, talk about how uh, they're they're hurt that, oh, people think I'm racist just because I support Donald Trump. Well, guess what? When you are floating around in the orbit of someone who is supporting bigoted ideas and calling certain groups of people rapists or or drug dealers, right? And and is getting cosigns from people like Nick Fuentes or the head of the KKK. Guess what? You are now in bed with those same people. And and maybe you yourself don't share all of those same ideas, but by you cosigning this nonsense, by you cosigning having this person in power, you in fact do bear some of the burden of the racism uh, that is being spewed out there as a result of a person like Donald Trump being put into power and having a large platform, a large supportive base uh, like he does. There's no way around that. And that leads perfectly into what we saw with this shooting at uh, at the nightclub in uh, in in Colorado, right? Club Q, which is a a, a queer nightclub, um, where it's just devastating to see somebody bringing their hate into action in this way and senselessly taking the lives of four, uh, five people and and wounding at least eighteen others. You know, thank goodness for the the two heroes, uh, Richard M. Fierro and Thomas James, who are both veterans. Thank God they were there that night and, and subdued him, or, or more people probably would have died, but. Again, you know, one life is, is too many, you know, and there are grieving families who lost their loved ones for no reason whatsoever. And we have to think about that, you know, and there are a lot of people to blame. There are the, the people who are uh, in, in positions of power in, in politics in this country and are not voting to uh, create stricter gun laws, who are not voting to outlaw, uh, you know, things like AR-15s, which are incredibly power, powerful rifles that no civilian needs to have. Um, on top of that, there are the the media, the people on television who are spewing hate uh, towards the the LGBTQ plus community and making it seem like they are here to uh, destroy the lives of everyone else, right? And that transgender people are somehow pedophiles and all the other nonsensical talking points that are happening because of right wing media that is stirring the pot, that is uh, activating people who obviously have mental health issues, um, but 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 they're not being helped by by you know, those that they follow on television telling them that they are at war against the radical left and uh, this queer agenda that is, is happening, apparently, you know, um, all of those talking points and, and things like, you know, Donald Trump and, and, and these politicians that are, are creating all of these laws, the Florida bill for, for don't say gay, like all of these politicians also have blood on their hands because they are creating an issue that's not really there. 
you know, and, and they are activating groups of people who are, are not well and, and making them feel like this is the answer to their problems. And then again, the mental health crisis in this country, you know, can't be ignored. And the fact that mental health isn't something that is universally covered for everyone, uh, you know, is is disgusting because it is something that affects all of us. Right. People like this can go out, buy a gun and and ruin somebody's life forever, you know, uh, and, and beyond that, take somebody's life and then ruin their family's life. Right. You know, uh, it, it, it's just really terrible. And, and, you know, the Republicans will always blame this on mental health, somebody who's mentally ill. Well, if that is the case, what are you doing to correct that problem? What are you doing to provide aid? And the answer is nothing. It's just another excuse to deviate from the the guns that are causing you know these murders and to deviate from having to actually do something about that in order for them to keep collecting checks from, from the NRA. And, and it's just really sad that we live in a country like this that you know is is valuing money and power over the lives of innocent people and that uh, you know, people who are, are queer are going to the one safe place that they thought they had. And even there, living their life, you know, not hurting anybody uh, in their very safe space that it's supposed to be of a, of a, you know, a queer nightclub. Even there, they're getting harassed and, and sadly being slaughtered for, for no reason. There's no other way to put it. I, I hate that word slaughter, but you, I think we need sometimes graphic words like that to really um, drive home just how terrible instances like this one are now on the lighter side of things man you know netflix and the show wednesday jenna ortega and again what was amazing about this was it wasn't just a latina leading a role it wasn't just a latina you know uh, playing a, a character that claims to be latina it was all of the above plus really actually celebrating the culture throughout the course of the show um you know again from the the talk of colonization and the indigenous people and um, you know, the, the quote unquote weirdos in the show uh, were, were, you know, the people of color represented the people of color and the indigenous people, you know, all of the different nuances to it. And the fact that everybody was very obviously who they were, you know, she was obviously Latina. Her parents were, you know, and uh, and, and they honor that 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 lineage and, and that conversation. I thought it was just super well done. And the fact that it broke records, you know, you know, that Stranger Things had set, which is a show that is four seasons in at this point, I think speaks to, um, man, just how incredible the story was, but also goes to show that you can have a character leading that is uh, of Latin descent and also represents Latin culture and it still be universal enough that the uh, rest of the world can enjoy it. And I think this, this show proves that and hopefully we see more and more because as I've spoken about a lot, there is an issue with diversity in Hollywood. You know, Latin stories are not being told in a diverse way. And also, she's a goth girl, a Latin goth girl, right? And I think so many people like myself who grew up, you know, being told that a lot of the music that I was into uh, was, was quote-unquote white music. I need to stop being white. I think that this makes a lot of us feel seen in the fact that, you know, we are not a monolith. There is no right way to be Latin, just like we all know that on this show. And I think Wednesday Adams is a, a beautiful kind of symbol of that for everybody that listens to this podcast who I think shares in that mindset in, in some sort of way. So with that said, man, thank y'all so much for tuning into today's episode. Big shout out to Maria Diaz for hopping on the show. When You're Invisible, the new podcast, please go check that out. Um, I'm really proud of uh, all the work that she's been doing. Really honored to have been a part of that and to see how far it's come, man, a year in the making. Uh, a really just testament to anybody out there who's striving to, to make your dreams your, come true, your ideas come to life. 
uh, understand that patience and, and hard work and sometimes it takes a little while for it to happen but um you know her her story is an example of one of why you should keep pushing i just think it's a beautiful moment and again i'm just so happy to have been a part of of her story here now uh now with that said dramos.com for merch uh leave us a, a review like share subscribe whatever you listen spotify lets you uh like now i think or give it a star rating so please you know help us out all that stuff helps us get onto the playlist and you know gets us features to, to help grow the show i know it's not like a broken record when i say that but it's real and uh and that's it man have a great weekend and i'll catch y'all on tuesday with a brand new episode until then stay safe peace life as a gringo is a production of the michael Tura podcast network and iHeartRadio. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.